You're on SENZ. This is the Enterprise Canterbury Sports Corner. Time now for your local sports update. Thanks to Trident Homes, designed for living, built for life. And Tapaya Selby Rickett joins us from the Mainland Tactics. Uh, good morning, Tapaya. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, good. You've got to be feeling pretty good after that uh, first big uh, win for the season, the start of the uh, ANZ. Yeah, it was a good start for us. Um, the last couple of seasons, we've actually lost um, our first few games, so it was good to get a win first on the board, um, especially against the Stars. I've got a pretty good, some pretty good names in their team. Um, so, yeah, happy with the dub. Yeah, definitely happy with the dub. Uh, in terms of changes for you uh, this season, having Alia Dunn in the shooting circle with you has is, is got to be a big one. I mean, uh, I know that the Pulse didn't win the thing last year, but she was probably the best shooter in the comp, wasn't she? And uh, that's got to uh, give you an added threat for the tactics. Yeah, they did win it actually, the Pulse. Um, and she's been probably the top goal shooter in the competition for the past three or four years. So it was a huge bonus for us getting her down here. Um, she's got so much experience. She's won a couple of titles. Um, and she's just so accurate. So it makes my job really easy. Yeah, I bet it does. Um, it should be working with Marg and the team down there as well. And and I guess part of what she's looking for is maybe getting into that Silver Fern setup because uh, for me that was a bit of a head scratcher that she couldn't quite crack it despite the season she yeah. had last season. Yeah, honestly, she's definitely one of the best shooters. She's definitely good enough to be in there. I think what's just let her down in the past is um, just her fitness levels have got really strict um, fitness, you know, um, expectations um, part, as part of being in the Silver Fern. So I'm sure this year we've been working really hard in the preseason and we've been pushed probably the hardest we've ever been pushed by our new trainer, Mark. Um, so I'm sure hopefully if, if any year, this is the year that she should be able to um, crack that, that, um, that fitness testing. Yeah, I mean, you said that she makes your job easy. How much time does it take um, in pre-season or game time for you to really gel with someone, to have that understanding where you know you can you can throw a bounce pass or or over the top pass and just know that they're going to be there. Um, it, it does take a bit of time. Um, with even in preseason, you have some good games, but it's not till you're under you know that real pressure of ANZ um, Premiership that you actually find out how each other play and what works and what doesn't. And um, we were happy with the game on what night was it Sunday Monday night, yeah. but there's still stuff that we want to work on. We know we can be way better, so. Hopefully we just keep building and improving each week as, as the season goes on. Yeah, and, and I mean, another big part of uh, that, it's it's not just the two of you, of course. Uh, you're certainly relying on Kimi Poi as well. And I mean, she had, had a, a great first game. I think uh, we have a show uh, on SENZ that Storm Purvis hosts called Centre Pass. And uh, Kimi Poi was was her wing attack for the week for the, for the first round. Um, how's that partnership settling in, the three of you? Yeah, really good actually. Um, she's um, usually our centre. She's played centre for the last four or five seasons that she's been in the um, ANZ Premiership, and so this is the first year that she's you know getting those games in that wing attack. So it's it's really good for her to be able to add add that position to her um, to her repertoire because you know it's always better being being able to play a couple of positions. And she's really good feeder. Um, so I think she's just really looking at building that, and hopefully me and Aaliyah can give her some pretty solid, solid options to make her job easier as well. But I thought she had a great, great first up game. Yeah. How much work do you do just uh, on on shooting hoops uh, week in week uh, out? Yeah. Well, we train pretty much nearly every day, so we try and get there a bit earlier before training and put some shots up, and sometimes stay afterwards and put shots up as well. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's just that um, muscle memory, so you just got to shoot as much as you can. Um, and I'm really lucky that um, I've got we've got some 
We've got these new hoops, actually, at Tactics that we've had for about a year now that, that they're a little bit smaller than normal hoops. So um, you have to really, you know, be really accurate if you want to get that goal. And so we, we usually, in our practices, we practice with the, the skinny hoops up so that when it gets to the um, to the harder games, um, the shooting, ideally the shooting is easier. So, yeah, we've been really lucky. I can't remember. I think they called the shoot. Yeah, so we've been using those um, for the last year, which I think definitely helped. Yeah, definitely sharpen things up, eh? Make, uh, yeah. You make, you make you more accurate. That's a, that's a great idea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at the other end of the court, of course, you've got Jane Watson and Karen Berger. I mean, it's just a wall, isn't it, uh, in terms of stopping um, the other team from scoring, having those two at the other end of the court. So added goals up front with Alia, those two back together as a partnership at the back. Uh, looks good for a title tilt this season. Yeah, well, that's the aim. Um, we're really lucky to have fingers with those two. They're really experienced as well. They've got international experience. Jane's been around for a while. Um, she's had a year off um, having her baby. So she's come back, honestly, better than ever. She's looking really good. She's so fit. It's like she never, she didn't miss a beat. She's so fit and um, she's as loud as ever. She's always um, talking and, you know, her comms are really good. And with Cara, and she's really experienced as well. She's had a little um, while off with a foot injury, but she's come back really fit. She worked hard hard in the, um, her prehab in the off-season, and they're just clicking really well. They had a really good game on Monday night, and, um, yeah, we're just really lucky to have them. The good thing about them as well is they're versatile. Jane can slide into goal D, and Karen can slide into wing D. So we've got a team that we can sort of have numerous combinations. So depending on who we play, we can change things up, which is really exciting. You come from a, a pretty sporting family, uh, Manaki, your brother, obviously. Uh, your old man was, was not a bad rugby player either. Um I know you've 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 probably dabbled in a few sports, but was netball always your first choice? Have, have you, you know, thrown the rugby ball around the backyard a bit? Was that ever a temptation for you? No, not really. I was really into basketball actually. Growing up, we all played a bit of basketball, um, and I loved it. I was pretty much fifty fifty. I liked both of them um, right through till I was about seventeen, and then sort of had to make the decision. Um, you know, what way to go because you'd have tournaments clashing on weekends and on the school holidays and things like that. And I sort of had to make a decision on what one I really wanted to give a crack. And unfortunately, with, um, with basketball in New Zealand, there wasn't much funding. So it was costing my parents a lot of money for me to go to basketball tournaments and, um, you know, training camps and things like that. So I sort of went with netball. But, um, yeah, we've really always loved basketball. But rugby, no, not really. I never really, um, I was a bit too soft, I think. And I'm quite a long way from the ground. So, I don't know how I'd go, how I'd go if I was tackled, yeah. but yeah, I'm probably a bit soft with that. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you cope with the the elbows in the shooting circle? Yeah, you sort of just get used to it. I grew up, um, you know, with five other siblings, and we were always in the backyard playing, you know, whatever sport, basketball, netball, or whatever. So you sort of get used to the elbows. But um, yeah, definitely netball is a lot rougher than people think it is. It's definitely not a um, non-contact sport, that's for sure. No, no, I, I played, this is about 100 years ago, to Pi, but I played uh, in an indoor netball league in Glen Innes in, in Auckland, and uh, we had a team of Fafainis that we played against, and honestly, I, I played league as well, and I reckon I came out more bruised from that. Yeah, definitely, 100%. But um, people are also getting taller and stronger and fitter, so... Yeah, the, the contest out on court are definitely there's some big hits out there these days. Yeah, massive hits, <laughs> massive hits. Um, now, one, one thing uh, I noticed about your opposition this weekend, you got the Mystics, of course, on uh, tomorrow. And uh, in the fourth quarter uh, last week uh, in their big win against the Steel, uh, they switched Grayson Wiki to goal attack. Uh, a, what did you make of that move? And B, what, how different is the mindset from wearing the goal shoot bib to the goal attack bib? 
Yeah, it's completely different. I think um, as a goal shoot, your your you number know, one job is just to stand under the hoop and put the goals in. But as a goal attack, it's obviously a lot harder on the lungs. You've got um, you've got to be involved in the centre pass, which is a huge part of obviously you know the sport and getting the getting the goal the ball down to the hoop. Um, you're a lot more um, involved in D as well. So yeah, I actually did see her um, chuck on the goal attack in that last quarter. I actually saw her do that at our preseason tournament as well, and I sort of asked her what's that about and I think she's just wanting to add more to her game at the moment people are just you know saying that she she sort of just stands under the hoop but she wants to sort of add more to her game so it's just that sort of add a bit of a bit more movement a bit more footwork and it also helps with the fitness as well so yeah I don't know if they're going to keep doing that but um, it'll be interesting to see this weekend if they chuck her out there she's a pretty big target yeah she's a massive target (laughs) and I guess you know from a um, from an understanding point of view, if you play a little bit of goal attack, if you're a goal shoot, it gives you a bit more understanding of what your partner is doing and what they're looking for. So it helps improve your game on that front too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started off playing goal shoot and it made the switch to goal attack, and yeah, it definitely helps when you can when you sort of understand both positions. But yeah, goal shoot is a tough position. There's a bit more, you know, you get I think you get hit a lot more because you're just standing under the hoop and people are just smashing you. But um, definitely on the lungs, the goal, goal attack is much harder. I think. <laughs> now, uh, Tia, it, it seems it almost feels like she's still she's still in preseason. I know it's her first season as head coach there, but um, at, at the end of the court, you're going to be at. She tried a few different things as well, right? So she started in the first quarter with Sulu Fitzpatrick and Carrie Stive uh, at goal keep and goal defence. Then Carries went to goal keep in the second quarter, and Phoenix Cutica came on uh, to goal D. Then she went back to the quarter one set up for quarter three. And then the fourth quarter, Carries carried on at goal keep and Mikhaila uh, Sokolic-Beatson came on to goal D. So what do you make of that as someone that's going to have to measure up to them this weekend? What do you think she's doing there? Yeah, I think she's just trying out all her options. Um, she's obviously got a lot of experience with um, Silo and Phoenix, goal keep and goal D. But I also know that um, Silo's announced her retirement after the season. So they're probably just trying to, you know, especially when they've got those good leads in those games, um, they want to try and, put their young ones on and Kara Slice had a, a really good season last year. I thought um, she had her first season. I think she's only 18 or 19 and they chucked her on a few times and she did a really good job. So I guess they're looking for the future, but also um, they've just got a lot of variety on who they can play. So we, we know that we're prepared for that. Um, they've also got quite a bit of height down their D end and experience. Um, Phoenix has been playing, you know, goal D for the Silver Ferns most of um, the last year. So um, they've also got Michaela Sokolic who can play both and she's really cool as well for a wing day. So um, just like us, I think they've got a, a lot of variety so it'll be interesting to see um, how they play that this weekend. Yeah, keep you guessing too, right? You're never quite sure what you're going to yeah. get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good stuff, Tapia. Hey, listen, thanks very much for coming on. I uh, really appreciate your time, mate. Best of luck uh, tomorrow up against the Mystics uh, in round two. And uh, hopefully uh, we, we see you two clash again, maybe in the final. Thank you very much. Catch you later. Catch you later. Tobias Selby Rickett there with us. That was your local sports update. Thanks to Trident Homes, proud supporters of the Trident Homes tactics. Check out our modern home plans at tridenthomes.nz.